Morning, everyone. So it's a really big moment, isn't it? Uh, you know, I, I know in amongst all the kind of uh, COVID y stuff and masks and stuff like that, and we're doing it a bit different into the two congregations, um, we can lose the fact that right now, right and this moment is, is, a, is a really important time for us as a church. This is our, our first Sunday morning gathering in this building that God has given us. And, uh, and it's, just a, it's just a really important time. And I, I, I truly believe it is, I know, I know we sort of say this a lot, but it, this is us entering into a very new season of church life. Uh, and um, and it's, a, you know, it's a really important time for us. And I, when I think of what we're doing in terms of the building and being in the city centre here and uh, doing different congregations, it feels like um, I'm reminded of, of um, Joshua. And when Joshua, you know, Moses had died, uh, they'd wandered around the wilderness for 40 years, and, uh, and suddenly Joshua is leading the people, and there's a Jordan in front of him, there's a promise of a promised land, uh, and suddenly they've got to step into it, and uh, it's, a, it's a big moment. And, and it feels like that for us as a church. I know that I know that we're not stepping into the promised land because that would be theologically incorrect. Um, but there's something of a, of, a, of a destiny that God has for us that I believe that as we come into the city centre here, as we inhabit this building, as we make use of it, as we minister to the city, serve the city, we're stepping into a, a sort of a promised land for us. Uh, and I just want to sort of think about that. And I was thinking, you know, if, if, uh, if Hope Church was a movie franchise... Um, you know what? Where would would be up to in the in the movies? Who, who likes Star Wars? Anybody? Anybody fans of Star Wars? Um, you know, it, it feels like well, it's it's you know when when we saw the last of the the last film that was out, it felt like well that that's really it. For, that's the end of the the Skywalker saga. Um, but of course, they're going to make new ones, aren't they? And there's going to be new stories, new adventures, new stuff going on. It feels a bit like that. I feel a bit like that for us as a church. It feels like we've, we 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 sort of we finished a chapter and we're and we're we're launching into another one. And and I was thinking, I I got nostalgic. There's some of us here that will remember some of these nostalgic days. Uh, but I've been thinking about, you know, what would be in the movies of Hope Church in in the past, and what will be in the movies to come. And uh, you know, I, I was thinking back to Kemsey Baptist Church days. So there's a couple of people in the room that was there. Who give me a give me a wave if you were? Yeah, there's a few, there's a few. Um, and uh, yeah, Lee, you were there, weren't you? I forgot about that. Um, very little. Um, uh, and um, you know, I, I remember. I remember. Um, you, none of you will know this, but Brian, a guy, Brian, leading worship, and and so anointed the way he picked up the guitar and led us in in worship. And uh, we had these. This was in the eighties. There were these. This move of the spirit. Uh, we, were, we were upstairs in the chapel at Kemsey. I mean, it, you know, there's probably less of us than there are, is here today. Um, but there was a move of God's spirit, and and uh, it was really quite funny because I don't know who, whose job it was, but I noticed I, I was a new Christian. Uh, but but there was this move of the spirit, and things started to happen. People might start laughing or fall over, or stuff crazy stuff might happen. And then somebody would draw the curtains. <laughs> I remember as a new Christian thinking, man. <laughs> These lot are weird, uh, and uh, and uh, so so we moved on, and then and then God spoke to us. I remember Jane's dad uh, preaching a, a talk um, about going on pilgrimage, 
uh, and about setting our hearts on pilgrimage. And, and, and it was when we sort of stepped out of our home base and we were in this chapel and we were like going on this adventure uh, and we started meeting in school halls. And uh, we, we started meeting at the uh, Kemsey Primary School. Anyone know Kemsey Primary School? We started, we started, we started meeting there. And uh, what we didn't think through, I think, when we started meeting there was that at a primary school, the chairs are quite small. And uh, so enjoy these comfortable chairs. When we moved out from there, we were in quite small chairs. Um, then we moved to... Um, uh, oh, I remember, I remember that was the first time Emmanuel Ruchiaba visited us when we were at, Kem- when we were at Kemsey uh, Primary School. Then we moved out to Blessed Edwards. Do we remember Blessed Edwards? Does anyone know that school? And, uh, and you had to nod to the, to the statue of Mr. Edward as you walked past. You didn't have to. That was just something I did for fun. Um, uh, we had Bi- Stony Bible Weeks. You remember those? They were a great time. Um, and we went on and the Toronto blessing. And then we moved to uh, the Sixth Form College. Uh, who's caught up? Anyone, anyone with us at the Sixth Form College? A few more hands. Um, and uh, and the, the, the pain of getting people to go from the um, canteen into the meeting venue. Remember that? I remember being strangely annoyed by that. But, um, uh, and, which we'll have now getting you to go upstairs, won't we? When we get upstairs done, it'll be, come on, everyone, we're going upstairs now. And you'll be, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Um, and, uh, you know, third or fourth song in, everyone will, everyone will arrive. Um, and then we moved to, um, we moved to nunnery, um, baptism in the canteen, um, all of that. And God, God spoke to us, didn't he, um, about, in, you know, getting into a building and, and, and God giving us a home. And uh, one of the things that God spoke to us about was, um, was take the next step um, and uh, you know you do what you can and God will do the rest and, and we embarked on this building project um, and we never had the money we never we, it was it was always impossible um, I, I, you know I'm here to tell you that since we started the building work of, of this building we've not once run out of money we've never had the money but we've also never run out of money that's I mean that's good isn't it um, uh, and it's a real testimony to God's goodness. Uh, but anyway, I want to sort of link it to, to that moment in the, in the story of the Israelites when, they, when they, they'd wandered around the wilderness for 40 years um, and then suddenly this thing that they'd been living with, this promise that they'd been living with of a promised land was now imminent. It was right there and they could step into it but they had the Jordan River, so we're going to have a look, we're going to have a quick look at the story. Um, if the technology if the technology works, which it did earlier on, so hopefully it will again. Um, so we're going to put the video on now, and uh, we'll have a quick look at the story, and then we'll hear some more about it. Moses had died, and God told Joshua to be in charge of the Israelites. God said that it was time for them to enter the promised land. So Joshua got up early the next morning and the Israelites traveled toward the Jordan River, which separated them from the promised land, the land of Canaan. They camped next to the river for three days. Then the officers told everyone that it was almost time to cross the river. They gave the people instructions. Set out when you see the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant. Make yourselves clean. God is going to do great things tomorrow. 
God told Joshua to command the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant to stand in the water at the edge of the Jordan River. Joshua told all of the Israelites to gather closely and listen. God is here with us, Joshua said. He will defeat our enemies for us. When the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant stand in the river, the water will stop. The priests moved into the river and the water stopped and stood in a heap on one side. All of the people crossed the Jordan on dry ground. After everyone had crossed, God told Joshua to choose one man from each of the 12 tribes of Israel. Each man was to take a stone from the middle of the river and set them down where the Israelites would spend the night. The stones were a sign so that when children asked them, what do these stones mean? The people could tell them what God had done for them, stopping the water so they could cross the river. Now the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant crossed the river. The water started to flow again. Joshua set up the 12 stones they had taken from the Jordan and he said to the Israelites, in the future when your children ask their fathers, what is the meaning of these stones? You should tell your children, Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over, just as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea. This is so all the people of the earth may know that the Lord's hand is mighty, and so that you may always fear the Lord your God. God told Joshua and the okay, Israelites to set up memorial. Uh, so. Um, God has spoken to them about crossing over, and uh, the Levites had to go first, didn't they? And as they stepped in, what happened? I'm looking for participation, and, and you are the children that are here. So, okay. The river, it, it, it said it, it said it, but it, 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 it's like a wall of water there. That's never happened to you, has it? Um, do you know what I mean? So it was a miracle. And, and you think back, you know, Moses had done it with the Red Sea, hadn't he? Um, so I imagine Joshua was feeling a bit nervous, thinking, well, I could do it with Moses with his staff right now. Um, but as, as they stepped in, then the water came back. And it's a little bit like us. As we, as we stepped out in this venture of, of getting into this building and getting, you know, stepping into this new vision for the church, um, then God's provided. As they stepped in, the waters rolled back. And then what did they pick up from the, uh, the river? Adults can join in if you want to. I mean, it's a bit harsh on the Boniface family. To <laughs> um, stones. They picked up some stones from the river um, and they, they piled them up. And why did they do that? Anyone remember? As a memorial, which means what, John? What is that? Right. So they put these stones, they piled them up. So basically, whenever anybody walked past... They would look at them and say, ah, that, tells, that reminds me of when God stopped the water of the Jordan and we could walk through on dry land. And it was that moment where we pressed into, we stepped into the destiny of God and the promise of God uh, for this nation. And uh, so what we're going to do today is I've got some stones. Okay, so over there are some stones and um, it's, it's really for the children, <laughs> So, but you don't have to. I don't want you to feel under pressure. Um, uh, and what we're going to do is, we, are, you, are you up for helping me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would like, I'd love, what I want you to do is I want you to, to, to 
head over there and colour in the stones, as, as, however, however you'd like to. And then we're going to think about what we're going to write on the stone, uh, something that we're thankful for. And then I am going to hide those stones somewhere in the building that will only be found when builders work on the building next. So I'm going to hide it under the floorboards or behind some boxing in or something like that. Um, and when, when they work on the building next, they're going to look at these stones and think, this is what these people were thankful for. Is that exciting? So while, while they're doing that, I'm just going to make a couple, a couple of observations about the story for us, and then we'll call it a day. Um, excellent. I mean, there's a, there's a few stones there. If an adult wants to have a go as well, uh, you're more than welcome. Um, so a couple of things to say about, about this story. Um, the first thing, my observation is, I mean, in the video it talked about make, you know, to be made clean. But actually, the word that um, God spoke to them was to consecrate yourselves which is a, a word that we don't use that often. Who wants to help me with what does that mean? What does that mean to consecrate ourselves? You're not allowed to. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you've already answered the question. Anybody else want to jump in? Yeah, devote yourself to set yourself to say that I am exclusively for Him. Do you know what I mean I, I'm I'm for God? I, you know, you you can you know you can be you can have mixed loyalties in this life, can't you? You can say, well, I'm I'm sort of I'm for this, I'm for that, I'm a bit of that. What they're saying is, no, I'm exclusively for God and His glory. That's what I'm about. Um, do you know what I mean? And so there was, a, there was a purity about it. There was an avoiding sin uh, element of it. But but most most importantly, there was a devotion to God, to say, I am for him. And I, and I do believe that as we come out of lockdown and we, we, we come out of the craziness of the, of the last 18 months that we have, it's really important for us to pause and remind ourselves and refresh our devotion and commitment, I'm for him. Do you mean, as, as an individual, you might feel like, do you know what, I, I, I've been all over the place this year. Well, come back to him. Make, make a decision this morning to say, I am for him and his glory 100% nothing else. That's what I'm here for. Uh, and, and I think it's really important for us as a community, as a, as a congregation, to say, this is, this is what we're here for. We're here for the glory of God. We're, we're devoted to him. So, so I feel like that's a really important thing as we, as we press into this new season to say, this is what we're about. We, we, we have opinions and we have desires and different things, but ultimately, we're for his glory. We're devoted to him. Second thing, um, I think it's just important to observe, there is always a Jordan. Whenever God calls us to a new thing, or there's a, there's a, a, a big or even sometimes a small thing that is on the horizon that God is calling us to step into, it might be something to do with work, it might be something in your personal life, it might be something that, that we step into corporately as a church, there is almost always a Jordan. And a Jordan is an impossible thing that we can't get past, that only God can do. do you know I mean? So here we are as a church, we're still in that. We, we've stepped into... Uh, pressing into this building. Well, you know, I can show you upstairs if, I, if you want to after the service. There's still a bit to do. Um, do you know what I mean? And, and it's still impossible. We still can't do it. I've done the maths. We still haven't got the money. <laughs> We've never had the money, and we still haven't, we still haven't got the money. Um, but, it's, but, but, you know, as we step, God provides. 
Uh, I want to encourage you that whatever, whatever hurdle that, you're in, that is in front of you to get into the promises of God, to get into the destiny that you have before God, there will be, at some point, a Jordan. There will be a moment where, I can't do this. I cannot do this. Uh, and it's that when we say, God, I need your strength. I need you to help me get into this. So if you're, I don't know, I know we're facing it in some ways as a church. We've got the challenge of congregations and how we're going to make this work and this building and all of that. No, there's some stuff that we, we can't do. It's God. It's God that's going to do it. And we step into it. And, and, it, and I'm just aware that there may be some of you that are feeling that about life. There's some stuff in front of you you think, I can't, I don't know if I'm going to get over this. I don't know if I'm going to manage to do this. I want to encourage you. With him, all things are possible. All things are possible. I love if, if you're feeling like, I've got stuff in front of me right now and I can't, I can't get over it. I'd love to pray for you at some point at the end or something. Um, so there's always a Jordan. And the, and the final thing is, um, you know, for, for those uh, Israelites... Uh, and, and as Joshua was leading them, they, they went and they got to the other side and it was victorious and it was great. They built the stones and, and, and everything was great. But of course, just around the corner was Jericho. There are other battles yet to come. I don't know what the, 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 the future battles for us are, um, but there will be. And, uh, and we need to pull together and fight and, and win through into the destiny that God has for us. I've got a couple of ideas of what might be future battles if you're interested, anyone interested? Uh, these are some possibles, uh, future battles for us. Um, multiplying disciples. Um, we're still we're still in addition movement. We 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 add, we add ones and twos in. Uh, God's called us to multiply. So how do we multiply disciples? How do we make disciples and make disciples and make disciples and make disciples? That's a bit of a battle in front of us, isn't it? How do we do that? How do we step into that? Um, I mean, there's, you, know, you know, you can go on YouTube and there'll be someone that tells you how to do it on YouTube, but the reality is it's not easy. And, and, it's, a, and it's, a, it's a battle for us to press into and, and not settle for something other than that. Are you making disciples? Are they making disciples who make disciples who make disciples? I feel, I feel the weight of that challenge. What about you? Um, multiplying congregations, churches. So it's a, bit of a, it's a bit of a funny moment for us, isn't it? We go into these two congregations and we're all a bit like, what's this about? What's going on? Um, you know, uh, but let's go beyond these couple of congregations on a Sunday night. Where, where else does God want us to plant? I've been praying for some time for Kittyminster. Who wants to plant a church in Kittyminster? Uh, we've got some guys from Malvern. Church had to fold, you know, or close for a while. But what's, what's coming? Are we going to plant into Malvern again? Who's going to get involved in that? Um, these are some of the battles in front of us, and, and we must press into those things. We must not settle. You know, they could have just camped the other side of the Jordan and think, this is great, brilliant. No, they had, they, they had to keep occupying and, and gain the, the, the land. Uh, an ongoing battle um, is sign, the, the, the fight for signs and wonders, miracles, healings. Um, we've seen some things. I mentioned it earlier. You know, we've got Claire there. Jumping up and down and dancing around, there's a she's she's like one of the stones. Sorry, Claire, that sounds doesn't sound very complimentary, but it's like a testimony. There we see there we see evidence that God can do remarkable miracles. 
Um, and let's press into that. You know, we want people to come through these doors and meet the living God that can set them free and heal them and, set, and, 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 uh, and, and change their lives. Uh, we've, got, we've got the battle of what the world is like post-COVID. Um, what's it, what's, how's it going to be post-COVID? What are the challenges coming? And, and uh, you know, there, there will be people that will lose jobs. Uh, there will be people uh, suffering with quite hard times coming. I think the government have been trying to protect us from that for a while. But, but some, some tough times are coming, I'm, I'm sure of it. Um, and how are we going to be there to equip and to heal and to bless people that are struggling? So there you go. Um, this is what I feel is God, God is putting in front of us. It's, it's, it's like Joshua. How can, we, how can we step into all that God has for us in this next season as a church? So how are we doing with the stones? Any, 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 um, any, any ready to show, show us yet or are they still being worked on? You don't have to. Don't, don't feel pressured. You can, do you want to shout out what you wrote down on it? Great one, great one. Is there any others? Thank God for the world. Yeah, we're all grateful for the world. Any, any, any um, grown-ups want to add anything that you want to say you're thankful for that we can put on a stone? Or was there one more? Sorry, did I miss one? Yes, I'm very grateful for blah, 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 blah. Um, it's in his language, yeah, yeah. Martha and I had come up with a, a deal earlier on that whenever she goes, Bleh! like that, she's saying amen. Uh, a good point, Jim, that's what she was saying. Um, and, any, um, anybody want to add something to a stone before we, before we close? God's faithfulness. Anything else? Sorry? Thank you for miracles. Can we, can we get that written on a stone? Can you, get, can you write that on a stone, please? One more. Anybody got one more? I should have stuck with miracles, shouldn't I? Okay. Great. Let me pray for us, then I'll hand back over to Jonathan. Yeah, Father, we do thank you that you are leading us and have led us and will continue to lead us. Uh, God, we just pray for a, a joining together uh, as you lead us corporately into this next season, join our hearts, God. Put us, make us one, uh, God, in this in this mission that you've called us to. And, uh, and I pray for for anyone that's feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm in front of a Jordan, I don't know how to cross it. Father, I pray that you would speak just as you did with Joshua, and you would provide a way. In Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs>